0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. You're listening to The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. Welcome, I'm Mo Brady. In this time of staying home and self-quarantine... It's so important for us as theater artists to be able to connect with others who are creating. Yes, of course, cocooning and self-preservation is also important, but the idea that we can still be growing and still be connecting with others, I think is just as valuable. That's why I was so intrigued by the work of today's guest. Ben Cook is a veteran of Broadway's Mean Girls and Tuck Everlasting, as well as Newsies On Tour, and along with his Newsies castmate Dan DeLuca is creating a mindfulness in the arts course that begins this week. I wanted to ask him about how he got into this practice and what he's hoping to share with students via this new course. Here's our conversation. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney Pixar's Inside Out 2.
1: It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Sadness is in the house! Oh no! Oh. Hello!
0: we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass okay round two name something that's not boring
1: a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire
0: huh ah sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right, chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. Hey man, um, would you introduce yourself and tell me where you're calling from today?
1: Hello, I am Ben Cook, and I am currently calling from uh, just outside DC in Alexandria, Virginia.
0: And tell me, what is mindfulness in the arts?
1: Mindfulness in the arts is something that my good friend uh, Dan DeLuca and I started in light of everything that's going on in our world right now. Mindfulness in general is something that has been very, very important to uh, him and I together, particularly over the past three years of our lives. And we figured what better time than now, since we have all the time in the world, to maybe, you know, set up a call and, and do something that could be possibly beneficial for kids, adults adults, anyone, you know, sitting at home and and living in the situation we're living in right now.
0: And for those listening who aren't familiar with you or Dan, tell me where the love affair between the two of you began.
1: Yes, it is a big, big old love affair. Me and Dan DeLuca met touring together about five years ago on the national tour of Newsies, the musical. And uh, Dan was our Jack Kelly, and I played a character named Race. We, about three months uh, into the tour, we just became very, very fast fast friends and toured together for another year. And then we moved as most young people who just finished their, their first job. We moved to New York and we actually currently live in the same apartment building. (laughs) So
0: are you, you wait, you're both in Alexandria right now?
1: Uh, No, 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 no. Uh, We live in the same apartment building at, uh, in, in the city, in New York city. Okay. All right. All right. But you're,
0: so you're part now, but together in spirit. Exactly. Always, always.
1: I'm intrigued
0: by your own mindfulness practice and how it began. Can you tell me a little bit
1: about how you found it? Yes, absolutely. So for me personally, I started touring with Newsies when I was 16 and I was 18 when I left and I was I was very lucky that I, I left the tour for another show called Tuck Everlasting. And so I was very fortunate enough to kind of consistently work for about two years, I think, in total before Tuck ended up closing. And I, I knew a very shiny version of our theatrical world. One that consisted of steady employment and, you know, a show that didn't close. And so then I I moved to the city. I got an apartment for Tuck, and we closed in about a month. Uh, it was a Broadway show called Tuck Everlasting. It was a beautiful little show, you know. And that's just the case. Some Broadway shows, you know, they open and live a very very short life. And so I we found out on Tuesday that we were closing on Sunday. So I had a a big, uh, just kind of moment of uh, what am I gonna do? I, I'd been lucky enough that everything had been pretty planned out for me. I knew I had a show. I knew. I had a paycheck and when to show up. And so it was the first time in my life where I was, all my friends were still on tour too, because the newsies tour was still going on at this point. So I, I didn't know what to do (laughs) with myself and with the, the biggest thing. And I think, you know, we can always connect it back to this is that I didn't know what to do with uh, the time. Um, I had so much time to myself with my own thoughts that I, insecurities and, and things that I hadn't even had the time to worry about or think about because i'd been so distracted by my exterior that i didn't even realize the amount of stuff that was going on on the interior and so that time for me i think the show closed in i want to say may and that summer from may to about september was just a big growing month for me um and uh Coincidentally, Dan, he'd also gotten back from tour not too long before that and had the exact same experience, um, especially coming from a tour too, you know, you're in a bubble. You're in your whole you're in your own little world, living in hotels, going from city to city. And you're never alone either. And so to be alone like that for the first time, I think New York City is one of the most beautiful places in the world, but can also be quite lonely. And so, I don't know, that summer kind of just, I think, sparked my, as well as Dan's, interest in what goes on inside of our brains, our bodies, and just kind of started there and started doing a lot of reading, a lot of just work on my own self. I still doubt my capability sometimes of being able to teach it and to share it with other people, but I think we can all learn from each other's stories and I myself and Dan as well. Dan's done a lot of the work I've done, but to the nth degree, because he actually works in this he like fully he's a part of a company called the field that really works on the basics of the mind body connection how stress affects the body overall internal awareness like all of these things that this company specializes in that he shared with me and that we feel together good enough to teach have you taught before? is this your first foray? Dan and I started, as with a lot of performers, you kind of have to figure out financially how to make ends meet when you're not necessarily in a show. For about a year, Dan and I went around, we taught in Santa Cruz, we taught out in Canada, and we went from studios and would kind of do a combination of teaching. I would teach a dance class that kind of got, you know, everyone physically stimulated. And then Dan would teach the the work we do now, uh, lots of mindfulness. And then at the end of that, we would kind of incorporate the two people would would sing and I think mindfulness is so beneficial Particularly in the acting world as well And so having Dan's basis for that then allowed us to kind of help the students tap into their own Psyches and brains to help make their acting stronger and help all this stuff. It's a beautiful world that call all kind of Intertwines fairly effortlessly.
0: Yeah, tell me about how the mind body connection and how fear specifically can affect your performance.
1: Oh my god, absolutely. And I what I will say before I full, uh, dive into that is that that was actually another big reason that I had to start doing this work for myself was because I had a lot of downtime and I was, you know, having to unsurface a lot of insecurity, but I found that in an audition setting, I would let my Fear and I would let my insecurity completely control me to the point where I was blowing Audition after audition and it it wasn't like oh that was that was good, but you know it could have been better It was fully like I blew that and we all know that it's important for everyone to feel that at some point In their career as a performer. I mean it happens to the best of us But you know it was a really big thing that I had to ask myself like why is is my fear? overcoming me so, so intensely. And so I think the connection with fear in the auditioning is a very, very real thing for probably more people than we even know. Fear runs a lot if not a majority of our life and a majority of our day-to-day sometimes so i think a lot of actually what we're going to talk about too is the scientific rewiring of your brain because we get so accustomed to pattern and our our brain and our body thrives on routine and pattern so it's so easy to get stuck in old habits and so i think um where a lot of this can be super super beneficial is kind of coming together to acknowledge those habits and become super hyper aware of those habits so that then when we recognize those things in ourselves, we can begin to rewire and convince and tell ourselves another story. And I think it's a very hard thing to do. It's much easier said than done. But I think with fear, especially, and in regards to, you know, auditioning and performance. I think it is a prime, prime thing to utilize uh, this work for.
0: Another thing I want to ask you about is the idea of one's own artistic voice and what they bring to the table. And I'm wondering how you found mindfulness can help one along that journey as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think this this kind of a question, it's individual to everyone. I'm sure everyone has a varied, different experience. But for me, and what I think the most important thing that mindfulness taught me in the theater world was that I remember it very specifically. I was reading one day, and I kind of just had a a kumbaya moment of like, oh my God, this is what it is, Um, was that I realized that no one... When you walk into a room, I think we try so hard to be whatever it is we think. These people sitting behind a table want us to be. And and we do that so intensely that we lose our own sense of self. And at the end of the day, these people and, you know, whoever you might be auditioning for want to see you. You know, they want to see who you are, who Ben is, who Mo is. They don't want to see whatever version you think they want to see because a majority of the time it's not even correct. So I think my big thing uh, was... I can't lose my sense of self. And at the end of the day, when I walk into that room, whoever these people are, they have no control over me. You know, I am going to leave this room still me. You know, I'm going to leave. There is life outside of this, whatever room you might be auditioning in or theater you might be performing in. Life goes on outside of that. And you have to be okay with whatever you leave in that space. And so I think the idea of control and of power that they have no power over who I am and who I will continue to be after this really grounded me in my own sense of self because I then realized, okay, great. Then I have nothing to lose. I'm going to be me. And I don't know, that, that for me, I know it's different for everyone, but that idea really, really helped me stay grounded in my artistic self and in my artist, in trust, be trusting of my artistic ability.
0: Okay. So how can people join you on this journey? Where is it happening? When is it happening? How can they sign up?
1: Absolutely. It's going to be super, super exciting. And we're going to, you know, talk about some very real things on earth, some very, very real things. It's basically, I mean, we're doing it as of right now. We're only doing uh, a three week. It's going to be over Zoom. It'll be a three week course. Um, and the classes are going to be on Fridays and Sundays. At 1pm Right smack in the middle of the day Um, and all you have to do is just Email info At gmail.com And he will give you, uh all the information you need to uh, sign up and get it done so we're we're super excited to just share it and talk about it you know it's going to be we'll be teaching you know lots of just simple and effective techniques brain body awareness but then we also plan to kind of open up the floor to questions and just kind of start a conversation about all this really
0: Love that, man. Thanks for thanks for telling me about it. I, I, I'm i excited about uh, hearing how it goes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks so much for, uh, for having me, Mo.
0: We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. Special thanks to Ben Cook for sharing his stories with us today. Special thanks to Ben Cook for sharing his stories with us today. The Ensemblist was produced today by me, Mo Brady, and Angela Tricorico. There are two great ways you can be helping The Ensemblist right now. One is by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and the other one is by becoming a Patreon member, which you can do at patreon.com slash theensemblist. Please follow The Ensemblist wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that be on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or our home of Broadway Podcast Network at bpn.fm. You can also follow us on Instagram, where we share the stories of artists working through the coronavirus pandemic every day. Thanks for listening. Until next time.